Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the announcement of the announcement for the next Star Wars game. The announcement of the announcement of the announcement of the announcement. I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's that deep, but yeah. 12 years from now, like we're going to have like that deep of announcements before the announcement. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, uh, the, yeah, there's uh, some Disney, Disney uh, news for this, for this, uh, the rest of this year, actually. And so we'll tell you about their plan to do that. Um, But first we have some picks of the week. And uh, before we get to that, what have you been up to this week? Man, I feel like I've been up to a decent amount that the uh, that, that, that people would be very interested in as far as uh, this podcast goes. Um, you know, obviously we're gonna gonna talk about part of it in the pick of the week, but uh, but I last week on the on the podcast I mentioned that I was probably gonna pick up Metroid Dread. It's the the next uh, 2D Metroid game on the Nintendo Switch, and uh, and I picked it up, and it is fantastic uh, so far. I'm, I think I'm getting close to the end. I don't know. It's hard to tell with Metroidvanias whenever you're getting close to the end uh because like there's all like there's always the chance that you you fight a boss and then oh there's a twist at the end of it and then you know you get you know thrown into a brand new area that you've never seen before um and so I don't know quite how close I am, but I, I feel like I'm pretty close. I've got tons and tons of abilities and powers, and I feel like if I went back, you know, to the early areas of the game or whenever I inevitably do that to get all the collectibles, I'll just be like super overpowered, and uh, and it'll be it'll be a blast. Um, game is really fun. I have I the only Metroid game I've ever played, I think, is like Super Metroid uh, on the Super Nintendo, and I think I played that on my SNES Classic. Like that's the only like only Metroid that. I played and so like this one is uh i was curious like how would it stand up it's been about 20 years since the last 2d metroid game and so since then we've had like tons of good metroidvania games uh, we've had uh like ori uh, that series we've had uh hollow knight uh, we've had the shantae games like there's so many good metroidvanias out there um, i was curious how this one would stand up and so far it's it's uh it's very very good nice that's awesome um, and then in addition to that, uh, I have been watching, I guess it came out like last year and then this upcoming winter, the next season will come out. So, but I've been watching young justice season three. Uh, this is the young justice revival. So it's like the, uh, this is, this is the kid team of the DC, uh, heroes. So it's like, uh, Aqualad and it's, uh, and it's Robin and it's, um, like, you know, other scenes, Batgirl and that. So like, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of like Ms. Martian. There's it's, it's, uh, it's, it started like a long time ago, watched this, uh, on Cartoon Network back in man i don't even know whenever it came out but there's like four years between two of the seasons and the fans were the reason that it was able to come back they're like hey bring it back bring it back bring it back and then so finally whenever uh hbo launches hbo max they're like okay we're bringing back this fan favorite uh cartoon and uh and it's it is awesome so far so um yeah, it's it's one of those things that uh, I'm I'm very happy exists and only exists because of streaming services. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I think I didn't realize that that was on HBO Max now. Like, the does that uh, are is all the are all the TV shows that were on that like weird DC streaming service all on HBO Max? Yeah, they folded them all in. So like, even uh, so, so what is it? Well, they had some original programming with uh, with the. Um, there was like some live action stuff. Yeah, there's some with 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 Nightwing. Um, oh man, what was it called? Doom Patrol. Like that was one of the live action ones. That one's on there now. So yeah, they just basically rolled those two things into one, which I'm I'm very happy about. But it isn't super clear, like that that actually happened. Uh, at least it wasn't to me um, until I dug deeper into HBO Max and was like, oh wait, all this DC stuff is here. So, yeah, dude. Cool. Um, is that all you've been up to? Yeah, that's basically it, other than what we're going to talk about for Pick of the Week. But that's it. What have you been up to, man? Cool. Um, I haven't been up to a ton other than um, I have been playing the new season of Call of Duty's Warzone. It's the last season with the new map. I think we kind of talked about it last week a little bit. But um, uh, just kind of enjoying the changes to the to the map and um, – they announced this week um, which, uh, a couple things. One, the current battle pass uh, unlocks items in Vanguard, the next ver- the next Call of Duty game, which is pretty cool. So it kind of gives you a reason to get in there and like get through the battle pass for some um, cosmetic items that you can use in the uh, the next Call of Duty game. Interesting. Um, yeah, I. Uh, the other thing is. Uh, they announced a new anti-cheat system called Ricochet. I saw um, this. It's it's not coming out till later this year. Uh, it's kind of unclear as to it's like a, like for definitely on PC, and I think I would assume that that's where most of the cheating takes place uh, because you can install mods a lot easier than you can on console. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's a kernel-based tracking system, basically that will alert them better who's cheating and what they're doing and give them better tools on identifying cheaters so that they can ban them quicker. That's been a, a like I think we talked about a couple weeks ago, a, a pretty big complaint for uh, Warzone as of late, basically the past few months um, with, uh, and I didn't even realize this until I kind of did some digging into this story. Uh, a lot of big streamers who were primarily Call of Duty Warzone streamers have stopped streaming because of the cheaters. And um, and so, like, while I don't feel like I experience cheating on a regular basis, I've seen mm-hmm. it for sure. Well, but I, I'll get, then again, I also don't, you know, you know, you never really know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely yeah, yeah. get owned by because it's cross platform. Get owned by PC players all the time. Which mm-hmm. I mean, they all. I mean, they could be running some kind of the only time I'm is it's like super apparent to me like is whenever you know you get killed from like across the map with an SMG like that's obviously like okay that's not right and then if I can tell that they're they're tracking me through walls and they can see where I'm at mm-hmm. like that's the that's the like those are the two scenarios that I've seen that I can actually identify as cheating and that I've reported as cheating mm-hmm. um but uh yeah I mean it's it's gonna be interesting to see like how they implement that and if it actually makes a difference. Um, but I'm excited about it at being a pretty heavy Call of Duty player, Warzone's player specifically. Yeah, and like I, I think like the the anti cheat, uh, 
like it's a bigger thing these days. Like I think Valorant like announced like, Hey, we're do- announcing our new season of Valorant alongside our brand new anti-cheat thing. And so like call of duty, same thing where it's like, Hey, we like, they made an announcement of the announcement of their anti-cheat. Basically we're like tomorrow, come back, check it out. We're going to have some news on the anti-cheat. And I, I was like, Oh, well then that's interesting. And so I came back or whatever. And so like, it's just becoming a bigger thing for people to, to kind of tout as like, okay, our game we're actively working against uh cheating and you know whereas like we all know that the like that happens like you know with with other games like apex like oh yeah they have like huge waves of just banning people um and banning accounts and they do like a full-on account ban so where people have to like create a whole new account blah 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 whatever um but like it's for it to be this big like they they created a trailer uh, for this anti-cheat thing like um, and so like that's just it's just a, something that I feel like is a, a unique thing in 2021 you know at this point of like hey we're marketing our game by telling you that it's gonna have fewer cheaters than other games and like that's just a fascinating thing to me in the in the gaming landscape yeah yeah totally um, so yeah, that's really all, all I've been up to this week. Um, either I have, uh, I've been, you know, kind of shipping away at that Lego super villains, DC super villains game. I have not yet played, uh, back for blood, but, uh, that kind of leads me to the pick of the week. Pick of the week. So pick of the week, John. I think we both have the same pick of the week. It's Back for Blood, Back which is the uh, blood. new game from former Left 4 Dead developers. And uh, it's basically a, would you say it's a, a Left 4 Dead sequel? Uh, yes. Or reboot okay. in some way? Maybe? Yes. Um, so I haven't done everything. Like there's a PVP mode that I don't really care about. But like, you know, but from what I have played so far, it is definitely like, left for dead the next one like i said left for dead three or whatever like it's it really does feel like the next left for dead except for the the left for dead things the main conceit of like the campaigns or whatever was like always movie posters or whatever right yeah and this is not like that it's more like it doesn't have like that campy like oh and this is an action movie poster. The way they present the story is definitely in acts. Like they literally say okay act one, act two, act three. Like those types of things. Like that's the checkpoints and stuff, um, and safe rooms. But like it's not just straight up we're making uh you know a movie or whatever so like that's the only aspect of it that i would say is drastically different obviously the enemy types like they are different it's interesting um playing i was playing with cody moffett um they have some similar enemy types where like so that you know remember uh what was it the one that like you know sucks you in and like pins you to a location or whatever like uh, the the what was that uh, yeah i don't i don't remember it was like i don't i have no idea there's a similar mechanic, but it's it's implemented differently. Where like they, in this one, they're called stingers, and so then they shoot out like an, a web, and you stick to the spot that you're in, rather than being sucked up and like rem- like taken away. You like are just you can't move wherever you're at, and so it's like it's a similar-ish thing, but it's uh, it's implemented in it with with a twist. Um, and so like that that kind of thing is happening as I'm playing through, and there's some wholly completely unique ones. Um, 
and uh, and dude, I I love this escalation of the uh, of the Left 4 Dead formula, which is something that I don't feel like anybody's really nailed since Left 4 Dead, and this comes as close and like I would say it like I was getting this the exact same vibes where like it's that frantic running around and like let's make just make it to the next safe room just make it to the next safe room and uh and you know then all of a sudden like you have to oh don't disturb in this one I I don't know if they get you know further but like oh don't don't disturb those those birds over there there's like crows that will literally just like ruin your day <laughs> Anyway, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like it reminds me. I, mean, I haven't played it yet, so like what you're describing, though, kind of sound that part kind of sounds reminds me of the witches that you would encounter for sure. And like, the, the, like it's fascinating because like you can see the crows sometimes, and then sometimes like you come around a corner and there's just like a pile of like of crows sitting there, and it's like they they just they they bring the horde, man, and it is uh, it is wild. The ending uh, of the first like the, what what we played was like the. I think it was the tutorial. Like they say, oh, do the tutorial campaign or the tutorial mission. But the thing was like an hour and a half long of uh, of me and Cody <laughs> playing this thing. And like it was awesome. And at the end of it, it like unlocks a ton of stuff. And like you go to the main camp and you're like, it's like, oh, we can actually like uh, upgrade the different different guns and like you know that sort of thing so there's like uh, cosmetics along with this there is uh there's like a card system where at the beginning of each safe room before you leave you get to choose essentially like a perk um and so like i always chose extra uh ammo like 10 percent more ammo in my clips uh because like i kept running out of ammo on the f you know on them and so like that was fascinating at the beginning you can buy things out of like a buy box of like hey i'm gonna buy uh extra med packs to start with or i'm gonna you know buy this other thing so like there are additional mechanics that weren't in left for dead um where it was like left for dead was like oh if you didn't find it out there in the wild you didn't get it and uh and whereas this one feels like it has a little bit more like you can kind of pre-game it that sort of thing um so i mean so far i uh, i really like it it feels just like left for dead sometimes you know it's awesome that's awesome yeah so that's uh our pick of the week is back for blood you can play it for free if you're a xbox game pass subscriber and then you can buy it for the 60 dollars if you are not one of the chosen few <laughs> i mean is it i don't even know is it coming to xbox one or is it just on series x like at this like i think you it's mm, a good question. I think you can play it both places. Mm, mm. I mean, there's no reason not to do Game Pass. I mean, if you have a PC, I don't or, think we. I don't think Xbox. anyone's released solely Xbox Series X games yet, like where it doesn't play on the old system. Fascinating. Well, uh, it wasn't um, the medium. Wasn't that one? Didn't we talk about that one that being a uh, an exclusive? I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know. <laughs> All right, John. So our main segment we're talking about tonight. Um, there's a this is a news story from IGN. I want to read by Jared Moore. Disney teases a Star Wars video game announcement for December. But before we get to specifically that, um, let's talk about. Uh, we'll talk about like what they, how they have done that. So Disney and Lucasfilm have teased a Star Wars video game announcement for December as part of a publishing campaign that will reveal new Star Wars products every Tuesday for the rest of the year. Dude, that's awesome. As announced in an article on the official Star Wars website, the company have has launched their Bring Home the Bounty campaign, 
which will see new Star Wars, toys, collectibles, books, apparel, and more revealed on a weekly basis from now until the end of December. Uh, I'll go over that in a second, but uh, I'll finish this article first. Disney has given fans a glimpse into what they might expect from potential announcements across the campaign through an interactive poster on its site. Each week on the poster... Uh, each week on the poster details different characters and memorabilia from across the franchise. However, on December 14th, Disney has opted to lead with the image of a gamepad, hinting that there may be a new Star Wars game announcement on its way. While it's unclear at this point whether the announcement will contain information about an already existing game or something completely new, there are currently a number of different developers working on, on games set in the galaxy far, far away. With EA's exclusivity deal over Star Wars games nearing its end, it was announced earlier this year that Ubisoft is working on its own open-world Star Wars entry. In an interview with IGN earlier this year, SVP of Walt Disney Games, Sean Shoptaw, explained that he and his team had met with Ubisoft Massive after Disney's acquisition of Fox, which included an already in-development avatar video game project. Although EA's exclusivity deal over the Star Wars franchise is set to run out, this by no means suggests that the publisher is stepping away from the universe. Earlier this year, EA CEO Andrew Wilson made very clear that Star Wars had been hugely profitable for the company and confirmed it would continue working on games set in the universe. One game we can seemingly count on from EA is a Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order sequel. Aside from that, Quantic Dream is also rumored to be developing its own Star Wars game, and it was revealed during Sony's PlayStation Showcase that the team at Aspire is make, remaking Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic from the ground up for modern consoles. The KOTOR remake is set to release for PS5 as a console exclusive at launch alongside a PC release, though at present the game does not have an official release date. Whether or not December 14th will del delve further into one of the projects above or link to something completely different is anyone's guess. For now, however, you can check out this week's announcement from the Bring Home the Bounty that revealed a range of stores, punk Funko Pops, action figures, and clothing. So, uh, yeah, if you go to the website, the week one featured products, there are there's a Hasbro Star Wars Retro Collection, the Mandalorian Assortment, of figures, um, so it's like figures from the Mandalorian. Specifically, I think it's the Mandalorian season two figures because I, I think the season one figures were announced like a little while ago, that sort of thing. So, yeah, uh, well, I mean, not, it just says, yeah, possibly, maybe. It I mean, it looks like season two, it looks like like characters from season two. Uh, then there's a uh, Star Wars retro collection, uh, Mandalorian three and seven fifths inch. Uh, figure, there's uh, some Imperial Death Troopers, like some random stuff. Um, some It's a holiday collection of like notebooks, Mandalorian cool. notebooks. Funko Pop K2SO with a pin, with a pin inside. They're putting enamel pins inside now. Inside Funko Pop, the Funko uh, Pops? Yeah, inside the box. Okay, uh, not inside the actual pops. Like it's not like there's like a, a, a pin and you have to like break off their head or something like that and get the pin. Right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, looks like there's some lightsaber stuff. Um, I dig it. Build a bear workshop, Bantha plush. Um, what else? Some Lego Such stuff. Such a fascinating way to like do these types of announcements, rather than like doing like a big drop of like here's everything we have. It's yeah, it's, it's kind of a drip feed, you know. Yeah. So if I scroll over all the way, so like week nine, December seventh, uh, like as the image. It has the, so like, okay, so let's just kind of go through these images. 
first image, it has the a uh, star stormtrooper helmet. That I mean, I don't know, know how that directly relates to anything that they released. Week two, uh, a Mandalorian helmet. Week three, it looks like Sabine's helmet, maybe. Oh! Week week four is Ahsoka's face. Dude. Week five is a clone trooper's helmet. Week oh six goodness. is Grogu inside his like little egg basket thing. The pod? Oh man. Week seven is a sand uh what are they called? Wait, the, why can't I think of their name? The sand people? Sand people. This is a sand person. Week eight is a droid with a bow on it. A trash can droid. Week nine, it just says it's a Lucasfilm logo and it says 50. So I would assume 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm. Hmm. Is that right? Would that yeah, be right? Yeah, maybe. I guess we'd be there. Yeah, 72. So yeah, that makes sense. Next year is probably the 50th. Um, week 10 is the game pad. So it just has like a game pad like with a, you know, four buttons and a plus directional D-pad. Week 11 has crossed lightsabers. And honestly, dude, that lightsaber kind of looks like some of the attachments we had for um, inside uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Nice. Then week, and then week 12 is another. It looks like Boba. Oh, it is. It's Boba Fett's helmet. And by the way, the so, sand people called Tuscan Raiders. I was, Tuscan I knew Raiders. that I was like, I was yes. like, I was like, they call them sand people, but that's like kind of like a, like a, uh, they they like a slang term where they're like, oh yeah, it's just it, like they don't call them that like everywhere. <laughs> well, luckily, since they're not real, they will not be offended. Correct, but I mean, like you know, the uh, I, I I knew I was like, there's a there's a more Star Warsy, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a more there's Star Warsy term for this. <laughs> so, John. I mean, despite all the crazy announcements, I mean, which we could talk about in a second if we want to, but like, what kind of uh, Star Wars game are you hoping this is? Dude, I don't know. That's a good question because, like, we've had we've had some great stuff in the Star Wars thing. We've had some, you know, not so great stuff. I think like, we've had one great <laughs> thing from yeah, EA. Yeah, and then the campaign for for Battlefront Two was was good. Yeah, like, that's true. I liked that's it. true. But the yeah. majority of that game so was not. So basically anything with a good, like a normal kind of campaign has been great. Yeah. But uh, the rest of it has been like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, and even and even like uh, the, what was it? The, uh, the not X-Wing. That wasn't what it was squadrons. called. Squadrons. Yeah, Squadrons. I liked that. I liked the campaign on that. Yeah. It, was, it was fun. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, we talked about that. I, I still feel like that would have been a more fun game had I played it in VR and Mm -hmm. I wish that they had just like kind of like made that an actual like real game other sure. than outside of VR. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and and they were trying to make it. Um, they were trying to make it more of a like an esport. I feel like, or more of like a, co a competitive mm. multiplayer game. Yeah. And it's like, no, just give me like a campaign inside of a cockpit of a of an X wing. Like that's what I really truly want because I didn't ever touch, never even touched the uh, multiplayer of that game. Um, but it did somewhat feel like the campaign was sim somewhat of like an afterthought uh, to the competitive uh, multiplayer type of a situation. Um, and I also wanted it to be third person. I'm just getting into critiques now. But uh, but yeah, so that game was fun, but not like great. Um, if they did another one of those, but we're like, hey, it's just going to be a campaign. We're putting it all into the campaign and it's going to be third person. Like I'm like, that would that would excite me. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. 
I don't know what they could do that would really just like blow me away as far as that goes. Did you say it was December 9th? Uh, let me go back to it real quick. Um, or is it the 14th? I can't remember what you said. Well, for the 14th is whenever the... I, I closed out it already. 14th okay. is whenever the game announcement comes. Okay, okay. So The 9th was, was, was the 50th anniversary thing. Gotcha, gotcha. So the 9th is the Game Awards. And so I was like, oh, maybe this is happening at the Game Awards. Not happening at the Game Awards because the Game Awards is before the announcement. So anyway... Um, I just wanted to like see see like when that day was, but so wait, wait so, when is the game awards? The ninth, December 9th. That's what I'm saying. It's the same day. It's the same day. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, it's not. 14th. That's the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I was I, I thought because you said December 9th at one point. And I was like, oh, is it the game awards? So I I, I yeah, it's uh, but it's not. Um, and I, I would be surprised if something as big as like a Star Wars, like, hey, we're going to do this whole campaign, marketing campaign for the Star Wars franchise. I would be surprised if they were like, yeah, and you can check that out at the Game Awards. Um, if they were like, because they're trying so hard to make this their own thing, um, you just think that they would just make it their own thing. Um, dude, I feel like if you give me like a bounty hunting game, I'm so down with that in the Star Wars universe. Um, or something that's like uh, like in the past, like before episode one, like somewhere around there. If you even like they have the whole like in the book uh, and comics, they're doing the High Republic as the like the time period. Like and I've read some of those books. Uh, I've been been reading some of those books and like. I would even like totally be fine with a video game was placed in that time period because it's so drastically different and so like, but it's still tied to the roots of like what Star Wars is. So like, I kind of just want it to be different than uh, another Jedi Fallen Order or another, um, you know, another thing. Like I just, I would like it to be unique within itself or literally be the sequel for Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I mean, I 100% want a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, and, um, like, I mean, I could, I could be convinced to do something else, but uh, that's, I mean, what I really want. And I think, like, I'm trying to remember, when did that come out? They came out, it wasn't last year, so it's been three years? It's been three years, man. I mean, if they've, if they've been working on it since they released the last one, which they didn't really kind of, like, you know, it wasn't like they were working on DLC or something like that. Like, mm -hmm. they had one update where they kind of updated some additional customization options and stuff like that. But there wasn't any kind of like story campaign DLC, which I totally would have paid for. Um, but that makes me think that like, if they kept that team on it, they could have just like kept it rolling into a sequel, especially if it's built on the same engine, mm -hmm. which, you know, for the most part, I think went, uh, played well. The only thing I'd want is like some of the combat to be a little smoother and um, more, thought through in terms of how much it scales over mm -hmm. the course of the game. Like it felt like you were super weak for a really, really long time. And then it just like scaled up like drastically toward the end. And I would, sure. I'd like a more of a, uh, a, a more steady, steady ramp up into your skills. Then, I mean, there was some just cool, cool stuff at the end that I'm like, man, I wish I'd been playing with this for longer. Yeah, and I felt like I never, I like with that stuff, like it came so rapidly at the end that I wasn't really able to settle into like learn it. Where like if you maybe paced those out a little bit more evenly throughout, I would have had time to like learn the new mechanic of of like uh, the new force pull or the new like whatever. Like, it, but it, because it was all piled near the end, it felt like all of a sudden I was just like, oh man, I'm getting all of my my button presses confused because it's just like you're throwing me at this in the last two hours of this game. So. 
Yeah, I uh, I agree. Like it just that game was fantastic in the story and was fantastic in certain like uh, elements. I do think like the boss fights were a little like much um, because they they were they required precision that the game could not offer me. <laughs> You know, it was like it, it, there were times whenever things would happen, and I felt like it was it was the game's fault, not my fault. Um, mm, interesting. Like I would lose, yeah. and I'd be like, "That was the squishy jump, not me." You know, I pressed the yeah, button yeah, at the right time. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so like you know, if they smooth out some of those those rough edges of Jedi Fallen Order, uh, like that would be the improvements that I would be looking for. But otherwise, it's like of the story, like just give me more of the same story, more more you know, more locations, more story, like with these characters, uh, more like uh, things tying together, really cool deep lore kind of facts between the movies there in that time period, um, and like that's what I would want from that sequel. Um, is there anything else other than that sequel that would just like, you know, oh man, my mind is blown. I really want, you know, I must play that type of a situation. I mean, the uh, if I forget what it was called, there was that game back in the day was that bounty hunter game that I think you kind of referenced. It was called like Star Wars fourteen something. Was it thirteen thirteen? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, thirteen thirteen, and it was set on Coruscant, and you were a bounty hunter, and you know you're going after you know somebody. I mean, I, something like that would be amazing. Like this is the thing that I what I don't want though. I don't want another you know like half baked kind of mm. Star Wars squadrons kind of like hey let's shoehorn this other mm-hmm. experience onto something. I also don't want another multiplayer only game. Um, I want something with a good campaign. So like I, I mean you I can I'll do anything. I'll I'll play mm. anything, but just give me a good campaign that I can sink my teeth into and enjoy. Um, and, uh, you know, like what I hope is that, well, it felt like all those games, it felt like what EA was kind of trying to do was like, okay, we need something that'll win quick. And so what's yeah. going to win quick. And then, but then they got, you know, like as they got into it, people blew it up into these huge, like open world games. They're like, okay, no, we, we said we need something that was quick. And like, that's why battlefront, that's the only one that actually mm-hmm. made it out there. Like mm-hmm. basically, it was Battlefront, Squadrons, and and uh, Fallen Order. Those are the only four Star Wars games that we've had for the past ten years because yeah. those are the only ones that EA could get out. Yeah, and I guess like that leads me to like we know that Ubisoft, uh, what is it, Massive, the division developer, or uh, one of oh, those dude. developers? That would be is, amazing. Is, yeah, is doing a Star Wars game. Like we know that Ubisoft. I don't is think doing it was, a Star was it Massive. Wars. I didn't think it was Massive. Is it Massive? Uh, let me look. I'm gonna look and see. I mean, that'd be um, great. I would love the, that. Yeah, Ubisoft has like, yeah, collaboration with Star Wars game developed by Massive. Yeah, developed by Massive. Nice. So it's 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 the division developer, and it's like okay, like could yeah, that be? I want that soon. Like could that be this? Like is this, does the timing work out that that's this? You know. Well, when is EA's? I mean, I I know they've announced. I can't imagine they would announce a game like that without having a. A release date for it. Can, I mean, sure. I guess you can talk about the game before EA's exclusivity deals up. Yeah, and it's yeah because we don't know like exactly because we knew at one point that it was gonna be like an X um, uh, like X amount of time, and that time has not come up yet. Um, and so it, it was odd to for Ubisoft to be like, yeah, we're working on a Star Wars game, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, like that's just strange that they already have like you know said that because I just assumed like you said like you would or just did that it's not gonna come out until that exclusivity deal is over. Um, 
but maybe maybe Disney like bought their way out of the exclusivity or maybe they were just like you guys did not put out enough games, you know, within the contract contract to actually qual like keep the ex- exclusivity. I don't know, man. Like it's that's a that's a deal between EA and and uh and Lucasfilm that I don't know if I quite understand at this point. And uh but I would be I would be amped if this was Massive's game. I would be super amped if this was a non EA Star Wars game <laughs> announced. I think that's what would really like do it for me, dude. That's that's what would you ask me like, hey, what would what would get you excited? I think that's what would get me if it was if they like come pops up and it's like Ubisoft rather than EA on the trailer, you know? Yeah. Oh, t- totally. Yeah, EA. Just anybody but, but EA. If EA does this game, I am not excited at all. <laughs> yeah, unless it's Fallen Order too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's respawn yeah, totally. uh, doing it, it's like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, uh, we'll see what it is. We'll be here uh, on uh, December, well, the week of, week after December fourteenth to talk about it. Um, I mean, I would. It really, it means we're not getting one this year, which we kind of already, already figured that. Like, it yeah. would have had to have probably been released now or uh, announced by now. But it would be cool if it was coming in the spring. So it would be cool, like, <sighs> hey, get a, a Star Wars game in the spring of 2022. Man, I hadn't considered that. Like, when would it release? And I guess, yeah, it would have to be, like, spring or summer or <laughs> winter. And then, it w- or even further down the line, if this is just, like, a, you know, it can't just be, like, a splash screen or, like, a title or, or whatever. It's got to be something bigger than that. Um, but... Yeah, maybe I would be into a Star Wars game in the spring, dude. Yeah, dude, for sure. May, you know? All right, well, um, that's it for this week. We'll see you uh, next time. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com, on social at chriswright250. And johnwright777. And at stayontargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on Target. Target.